This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. I missed that 4 o'clock hour of Wednesday, June 9th. I'm going to go check it out, especially because we have a fun interview coming up. We do. We do. We are excited. Um, you know, my talk has been celebrating local businesses Basically, since the beginning um, of the COVID shutdown, so mm-hmm. so many businesses were suffering, we wanted to make sure that they get highlighted in all of the great things that they're doing in this community. Um, paint stores were essential businesses. <laughs> yes. And we are talking with Wendy Dornick um, with Hirschfields. And Wendy, thanks for being on our show today. Hello, Wendy. I'm here. I've been looking forward to chatting with you. Good. Okay, Hi. so, you know, we were just reading more about Hirschfields, and we didn't know it was a fourth-generation family-owned business in the tw- for over 100 years in the Twin Cities area. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yes. And they, we make our own paint here in Minnesota, too. Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, it's right out of Lindale. Just the north of Downing, you can actually see the building from the... Oh, freeway. yes, of course. Yours, yes. yes, I know. I, I always, right, always knew, like, Valspar paints, but right. Hirschfield paints. I mean, I, right. I'm i a customer. I've been, you know, gone to your store, the one in Woodbury. The women there that I've worked with have been lovely over the years. Julia's a professional amateur painter of her inside of her home. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Aren't we all? We are. You know, and I know yeah. this is something that so many people spend so much time. You know, I have my paint. Yeah swatches that thing where it's all the colors and everything but people spend so much time because paint can just trans it's such an easy transformation i think to a home so tell us a little bit about i mean i have painting questions and so does Lori. so how do you start to even choose the right color of paint for your house good place to start is um, identifying what we call fixed assets so if you're looking at the outside of your house you're going to look at things that aren't changing things like stonework your roof color um, anything that's metal. A lot of times the windows are either metal or vinyl. And those are going to be kind of starter places to look for colors that are going to stay. Then you start to branch out from that. Which colors work together with them? Um, anytime you're looking at a room or exterior, there's always going to be kind of one color that's the star of the show. And it gets to kind of call the shots. So you work around that and you bring in a lot of neutrals around those particular colors. And it sounds um, so that, easy. That can, <laughs> yeah, right. Just like that. No problem. And it can be overwhelming, and especially when you're looking at exteriors. Um, there's a lot that goes into it, and you're not doing it very often. So you want to make sure that you get the colors right. So we've got a, a lot of tools that can help people with that. Um, and one of them is our, our, our exterior and interior in, uh, color consulting. We actually come to your house and bring swatches and just help choose which of those colors we're going to really work with all of those fixed assets, and then we narrow it down to colors that you actually like. You know, this makes so much sense because you think about painting the exterior home and the expense that goes into that, and if you make a mistake, that's a big one. So it would make so much sense to have someone come in. I know when I first, when we moved to Woodbury. I've always just painted it the same color that it was. There you go, If I've been involved. (laughs) But you know what? We have kind of a, not a teal, but sort of a soft 
Mm-hmm. What color do you call our house? Sea foamy, foamy blue and blue white. green. But I mean, who knows? Casey had just has brought in the paint like chip, and they just recreate it from that. Right. That always right. amazes me. Match. That amazes yeah. me that you guys can do that. Right. Actually, get color readers there that can read the colors. We've had people bring in most interesting things like a pair of socks, oh. <laughs> um, different items of clothing, just to match you, or a piece of the soffit and fascia. Um, mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, we have a lot of those file colors on file, like your Anderson Windows colors. Yeah, um, those are all on file to match to as well. So yeah, it's it's super helpful, especially when you're trying to put something together very specific. I w- I would agree. I've made so many painting mistakes and had so many painting successes, but really, you know, is is uh, gray has been the thing for so long. Is gray still the hot color trend that or people is it are passe? There you go. <laughs> it, it it yes and no. It has, uh, it's very timeless in a sense, and we're moving away from a lot of just gray and white cold and going to more grays that are warmer, um, more like greases, grayses, I think, mm-hmm. either grease or grays, you can say it either way you'd like, but it's a true blend between a gray and a beige, um, seeing a lot more of that coming in, and then people are really warming up that gray and white space with wood, natural wood, um, oak um, with no finish on it, just a clear finish on it. Um, birches, things like that, just bringing in the warmer woods to offset some of that coldness with the gray. All right, Wendy, I have to ask you, because this this obsesses me as much as, like, who at OPI names the nail polish colors. So you've got colors gray, cashmere, Kendall, charcoal, still water, quiet moments. Who gets to do the naming of the colors? I know, I know. Actually, I want to be on that committee because I bet they're having a really good time when they're doing it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there was actually a collection years ago that wasn't really the Hirschfields where they, they made it as much of a joke as possible, and it was pretty funny. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't know if you've ever seen the Pharaoh and Ball line. Some of their colors are just, I'm going to just joke, inspirational. Yeah. Death salmon is super popular. <laughs> Mouse is back. Wow, exactly. Where did they get the names? No, I know. The names are great. Okay, so here is, you know, um, do we talk? Do you feel like um, people are still confused about when to use flat, when to use eggshell, when to use satin? Yes, very much so. Um, And my good rule of thumb is ceilings are usually flat. When you're trying to hide, let's say your drywall isn't perfect, um, a flat paint is not going to reflect as much of the light, so you're going to get away with a lot more imperfections in your drywall. So a nice white, crisp ceiling white is really popular right now, especially with some of the color trends we've been seeing over the years. Um, a few years ago, 20 years ago, creamier whites were more in, but now it's much more of a crisp white. Um, People think that they need to put a satin sheen on their walls because they want to be able to clean it. Right. But the technology is pretty amazing now. Um, we've got a product that Hirschfield sells called Platinum Ceramic Mat that I actually use in all of my houses because it is a, it looks like a flat, but it wears like an eggshell. So you can actually clean it. Um, and that's kind of getting the best of both worlds. Trim is usually a satin, and that actually is kind of um, regional specific. If you go outside the Twin Cities, it's a little bit shinier. So mm-hmm. some of our stores up in near Fargo and things, their, their wall colors are much more in eggshell, and their trims are more like a semi-gloss. I, gloss I, for a while was having a big moment yep. where they were going into a room and doing every color. So when the greens really started coming in, they do all of your trim millwork of the walls and the ceiling all in a gloss. And some of the painters were having a really good time with that because, again, that gloss reflects everything and shows all of the, the uh, imperfections in the substrate. So, 
It really does. Now, do you, okay, so so if you want to, you know, you use neutral colors or quote unquote, whatever your main colors are in rooms that kind of flow together. But what rooms yeah. can we show per color personality in without making huge mistakes? Powder bathrooms are super fun to do. Um, either just a, a really wonderful color that you love and don't be afraid to go dark in them. I, people think because of the room is small that it's going to feel really trapped and in, but your lighting will make a big difference there and go ahead with, I've seen black powder rooms that are just stunning. Um, where, where I the color I wanted to talk about on that one. Um, another great area to do is on front doors. Great place to showcase all the personality. Um, bright reds, bright greens, um, or even if you've got a house that has a little more color, something as stately as a navy is another really wonderful spot. And up until about a year ago, laundry rooms were really massively ornate, putting in like chandeliers and softer colors. Um, there's a color that's very popular right now. It's kind of one of my color crushes called Boudoir by mm-hmm. Ben Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got a soft peachy pink to it. Um, I saw a lot of that going into laundry rooms too. So those are places to really showcase personality. And as you mentioned, just having a flow color throughout is a major trend right now too. And it's very calming to have um, a flow color meaning uh, foyer, uh, living room, kitchen, dining room, all of that. Uh, but then once you get into a bedroom or a bathroom, you still want colors that work with the rest of the house, but you want to have them be very specific to what's going on in those rooms. With a bathroom, it's going to be your countertops and your tile. And in a bedroom, it's going to be the feeling that you want to induce, but then also usually pulling colors right out of the bedspreads or drapes or something like that. Oh my gosh! I I am I love. Julia okay. could talk to you all no, day I long. To, Wendy. I just want to say one more thing because because of course we run out of time. You know, always. Are you kidding already? Oh, I, I could talk forever too. Well, I, if you're just joining us, we're talking with Wendy. We're talking about Hirschfields, who has been you know in the Twin Cities for over a hundred years. How many locations are there? There's over thirty. Oh my gosh! And when you go in there, the other big trend right now is wallpaper. Yes. And a few of us have huge wallpaper books to check out. And the patterns are bold. They're alive. And they're going into interesting places, too. Things like your dining room ceiling. Um, small little areas where you've got crown molding, like a transition hallway kind of thing up there. Um, and also just has headboard walls. Another great spot for those um, bright colors. Oh, and that's another place where you can showcase your colors. I know kids always pick out the brightest mm-hmm. color in the fan deck. And yeah. they don't change their mind. They look at it, and that's it. So my little workaround on that is put it on the headboard wall and then go with a color called White Dove everywhere else. It's a neutral, gets along fine with everybody. Yeah. Everybody's happy. And that's you only the, have one wall to repaint later. That's the color. I've had that White Dove Benjamin Moore forever in my home. I mean, that one always works with everything. Yeah. It is so great to talk to you and um, hear more about, I mean, I really could talk to you all day. Um, thank you well, for being on our again. show, I Wendy. I've got lots of ideas and color trends, and I'm just delighted to be able to talk with you. And and it is a, it does make sense to have a color person come out. And if you want to, you know, you want to plan for your house, it just makes it so much easier because the mistakes are are time consuming. Yes, <laughs> they're just time. They definitely are. Go to our website, hirschfields.com, and look under the color and inspiration site. You'll get all kinds of information on our in-person consulting, on virtual. We do it over the phone if you'd like to do it that way. We have an online digital design board we didn't even talk about where you take a picture of your home, and they'll give you digital designs showing color options based on either you telling That's them what color cool. you like or filling out one of the questionnaires. Really oh. helpful information when you don't have a great idea of uh, visualizing what it's going to look like. Fantastic. So next year for that. Thank you so much. Thank you, Wendy. It was nice to meet you over the phone. Hopefully we'll meet in person someday. And that's Hirschfields. We got to go. When we come back, 
I we've got stories and randoms about what your car says about you. We'll be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people, let's just get at this right now. What your car says about your age. Oh, dear. And this is from our good friends at AARP. Okay, Okay. so how old do you think you are? And it kind of depends on the car you drive. So Buicks, 41.9% of all Buicks are sold to boomers. I believe that. Yes. Mm -hmm. The next highest. Because I'm not a boomer. Oh God, Jen Jones are okay. Yeah, Rocco, just Jen Jones. Yeah, Jen Jones. So are you, Jules? I know. Gen X. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, what do you think is the next boomer brand of cars? A Cadillac. Yep, that's one of them. Mm Thirty-eight percent. Toyota. No. No. Uh, Yeah, that's a good guess. A Honda. No. Lincoln. A Lincoln, of course. A Lincoln. 30, almost 40% of all Lincolns are sold to boomers. And mm-hmm. then it goes Cadillac. And then Lexus. And then, out of the blue, 37% of Porsches are sold to boomers. That's not surprising. No, they have the money. That's right. Yeah, they have the money. Okay, so the next one is the Gen Xers. Um, their biggest percentage of... Um, SUV. Yeah, I know. But it, what kind? Um, a RAV or a Jeep? No, a Land Rover. 41% oh. of all Land Rovers are sold to Gen Xers. Wow. Remember when we had that deal and we were driving those and promoting those for a while? The Land Rovers? Yeah. Oh, I love... Oh, you in heaven. I love that car. I, yeah, I remember just being very nervous about driving. You were... I loved it. Yeah, right. My dad got in a... What is this? Yeah. Like, Dad, we're working with Land Rover. Rover. And he's like, this is amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Oh, all right. The next one for Gen Xers is Infinity. I don't... You don't see many of those anymore. Um, Teslas. Uh, BMWs, Porsche, and Gen the, X got some money. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. And then the millennials. Now, Rocco, are you a Gen X or a millennial? I'm Gen a Gen X. X. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Prius. No. No. Volkswagens. Oh, Volkswagen. Okay. Almost forty percent. The of Yaris. All. The Yaris. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is interesting. People got money. I mean, Honda and Toyota don't even show up on this list. So, um, millennials are a uh, Volkswagen. And then Tesla's, Tesla may have sponsored this, 35% of all yeah. Tesla's. Duh. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hodge, 
You know, the Rams and all that. Mm-hmm. Mazda and Mitsubishi's. There is no Toyota or Honda on this list. Yeah, which who, seems, public, who commissioned this study? Which seems it's based on um, just a random thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what's happening with that. Well, that's interesting. I kind of thought so. What do you think about um, Trisha Yearwood and Garth Brooks being open to a talk show? N- no. Mm-hmm. What do you think? No. Yeah. I I am finding well I I think she already has, has a her food cooking show talk on the show. food network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like Kelly Clarkson is covering that corner market. She and Michael and Douglas were darling the other day she's on their show together. So good. She's and very good. When she's saying the dance mm. to him at the Kennedy Center Honors, which you can just YouTube. Yeah. It, I thought that was That was something else. I just thought she No, I don't want Garth and Miss Trisha to have a talk. I don't show. either. Yeah. I really don't. Um um this, if that's what they want, I mean go ahead, but I just feel like Stay in your lane, tour, I'm make for music. People, I'm ready for people to stay in their lanes now. Yeah, get out and sing, Garth. We don't need to see you talk, and I don't know that that would be good for your relationship to be spending all that time planning a talk show. Okay, listen to what's happening. <laughs> um, you know, the new Allegiant Stadium is the new home of the NFL Raiders in Las Vegas. It has yet to be filled with fans. It opened last year during COVID, so it was fanless. Yeah. So, Garth Brooks sold it out. And he's going to perform there July 10th. How hot and sticky will that show be in Vegas? Pretty hot and sticky. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Bring your own mister. That's My friend has a spray bottle mister. We got him for Bonnaroo. I, we bought him in Bonnaroo. It was so hot in the farm field of Manchester, Tennessee, Rocco. Yeah. I cannot tell you how hot it was. And yeah, there was some entrepreneurial young person selling... The handheld yes. misting fans. I mean, they had them all over the place, right. but there was something to be said. Remember that one state fair when we chapped our oh, faces yeah. with our handheld we, misters? Uh-huh, because we, we... We chapped our faces. We did. Rocco, we had chapped face. <laughs> From a handheld mm-hmm. mister? We, because it was, we, it was so, like five days in a row of like 90 so No one even came to the fair. No. It was our old location. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what I found? In our photos, when we were cleaning out some of our double wide, which we had an attention span of a B because we did it for five minutes and it moved on. Um, photos from our very first year at the State Fair when we were in the gazebo. gazebo. That was summer of 2003. Uh-huh. People were so mad that we were in a gazebo. We let people come in and sit in there yeah, with us, remember? <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. All right, we really aren't getting to the randoms today, but that's all I got all for you. All right. We'll be back. Oh, BTS. Sounds good. Sounds so good. Okay, so uh, Real Housewives of New York came back last night for like whatever the fourth episode. But I thought it was a, first of all, how long are they going to milk the Hamptons trip? Well, they have to. I mean. First of all, she does have a nice house. Yeah, this was all filmed during COVID and Roni. But I mean, you had felt along with Jason that the joy had been taken out of the Real Housewives of New York last this season, but, um, and there has been other chatter. You two are not the alone and that this season isn't the best, but I, Julia, have faith and I keep on trucking. And I thought last night's episode, um, 
was uh it was better was yeah it was really it was better it was I'm, not good. Gonna, I, I'm not going to pretty good okay you're not gonna say. watch what happened live was pretty good uh yes Afterwards, the yes. show was better the show was better because we got teased with the fact there is going to be and marco we know you don't watch the show but you but would, any, might enjoy this. anytime you go to a party where the theme is 1970s pageant talent that's the thing. So one of them is going to do hula hooping. And one of them is going to do push-ups in a gown. I don't know. I can't wait to see this train wreck. It kind of, of it. it seemed like a funny idea for like a way to entertain yourself during, during the COVID. pandemic. Yeah. When there's nothing else to do and you have to film a TV show that's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they're kind of had glam and makeup and everything and doing their kind of... So I'm looking forward to that for for yes. next week and uh just as w- we predicted last year when we were loving Leah McSweeney on the Real Housewives of New York as as uh person and I said oh but she's coming up on her second season and that's the sophomore they, season they just they get you they're producing to make you look horrible and maybe you're helping them look horrible cuz you are being horrible and oh. last night Leah 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 showed um just her, all of her sharp edges. Yeah, Whoa. she got she got into such a dumb fight with uh, Heather Thompson, all because her grandmother is dying, which she knew coming on this trip, and she's shoved everybody's faces in it, like blaming all of her girlfriends on this trip. My grandmother is dying. That's why I'm being a bitch. Then leave. Then leave or don't come on the mm-hmm. trip. That was kind of like uh, she just is. She was very, very exhausting. I liked Heather Thompson, and I don't like her. I, I kind of liked her last night. I thought she was a voice of reason, and the Countess... Well, she, I just, but when she understands black families because she worked for Puffy, no. Again, well, there, I think the thing about it was, you know, there are conversations that people have been having this no, past, it's past been, year. It's and been it's, good. And, and, and Heather was, was a way to be very matter-of-fact about... Some of the stuff, even if she is, I think, a little, you know, but every, but lady she of said, manner. Well, what she said was true. It's uncomfortable having these conversations, yeah. but they're important to have, and everyone has to have them. It's yeah. just where we're at. And I thought that was really real. I love Ebony. I absolutely adore She's Ebony. She's very, she is bringing us class. She is bringing us love. She's bringing us amazing eyeshadow, and she's giving us Lori, great practicality. The eyeshadows. The eyeshadows. Okay, because the second, okay, so the midnight blue eyeshadow she was wearing, but the one I loved was that, I want you to do that smoky eye on me. I mean, I must, you must have to have eyes to have it done, so that's why it won't work, but her show her look for the talent show oh, with that gold smoky, in, the, in the middle oh on the side of her gosh. egg. Gosh! Anyway, I think she's really she is refreshing. a breath of fresh air yeah. on that show. Ramona, I still she's, really can't stand. Can't stand her. They need to walk her out on the road and say goodbye and she, just leave her. Or she's they just completely clueless. <laughs> well, let's listen to. So Andy Cohen had um, Casey Wilson. Casey Wilson on, and she's. Did you either of you guys watch Happy, Happy Endings? Rocco, no. did you watch that show? Nah, I didn't either. But she was on that show, and then also Ebony was uh, in the clubhouse, and uh, she's a huge bravo fan big yes. housewife fan longtime fan anyway so i think what do we have up first her hot takes okay her hot takes on um three different housewives 
Casey, you are known for happy endings, but we're about to end this show with some hot takes that may make some viewers unhappy. It's time for That's My Unpopular Opinion. Casey's going to share three of her strongest stances about the housewives that may force you to stand alone. What's your first one, Casey? Okay, my first one is that, with all due respect to Sonia, you know she is like my top two favorite housewives. I don't think it's talked enough or we don't discuss enough the fact that she was only married to Mr. Morgan for six years. It, the way she's behaving, it's 50. And I heard we're only to mourn things for like half the length of time of a marriage, which would put us at three, but I feel we're actually doing it about six times that. And again, I, I am sensitive and I mourn things too, but I just want her to try to move on. And I don't I don't know that the crystal healer is, is, is the only person we should have on our bench in terms of moving forward. Okay. And I do bank it I'm all far I'm on the bench. I'm on the bench, Casey. Keep watching. I'm on the bench. And she's totally right about Sonia. I mean, she was only married to that Morgan guy for six damn years. And it feels like it is just her being her. It's everything. It's It's everything. And she can't let it go and she can't move on and she's stuck. And I, we have heard that, that you are like, if you were married for, you know, like... You get to more than half of it. Yeah, or something like that. But I mean, she does. So that was a good hot take from Casey Rose Wilson. Go ahead with the next one. Number two. I'm ready for Kyle and Erica Jane. I'm sorry, not Kyle. I made a huge mistake. I'm ready for Lisa Rinna and Erica to possibly ease on down the road a piece. Because I just feel like uh, for Lisa, she's really not sharing herself. It's really weird. I find her to be very kind of like practiced in stirring things up, but then not letting us into her life. I'd like to know more about Scott Tissick. And her daughter, and I don't feel like I'm getting that. You're and going you to. Say that you I'm are going to. Erica. You are going to get it. Okay. Yeah. These are hot takes. I didn't say I was. Yeah. Ready. No, that's okay. No, no, that's good. I like. We love okay. them. Okay. Number three. God, I'm trying to remember my third one. Honestly. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm gonna say that I don't think this is a hot take, but I'm ready for the murder mysteries to come to a close. I am too. The murder mystery dinners. I am too. Trust me. I'm. I'm very upset about them. What show is that on? They were just that's as a party as a theme on different housewife shows. Oh, because I oh. Yeah. That is so. Twenty five years ago. But remember, remember when Casey brought tickets and you? Wait a second. Tell Rocco this one. Rocco, this was this was just. This was, this we was, learned a lesson about each other because we didn't know each other that long. Mm-hmm. And it was an anniversary, like maybe like uh, maybe the first year of our I, marriage. I feel like it was. And a firefighter had gone with his wife to this. Somewhere like Minnesota. Spicer, Minnesota. Oh, Spicer. To do some kind of a bed and breakfast that did a murder mystery <laughs> dinner overnight. And you right. got assigned a character at a time in Casey, I basically he he looked like a a, a leprechaun slash yodeler <laughs> because he and I was like some some aging actress, yes. you know. From a anyway, it was an absolute. I absolutely we both absolutely hated it, <laughs> and I said to him the next day, I said, I just want you to know, I'm I'm not a B&B person. I don't like staying in Sometimes. houses with other. I did that in hostels when I was, you know, 17, 19. Mm-hmm. But I don't like that. And I don't want to act at a dinner party with strangers <laughs> and try to figure out. We don't ever do anything like this for me again. I All theater presents are off the table. 
<laughs> and he's like, you oh, were, you he were goes, so stressed out before he you goes, went. Oh, he goes, I'm so, I'm so glad. I was just, he was just trying to be clever and oh, creative. Oh, 100. And you know, I think, I, I, I think people had fun. I just absolutely. The, well, you like, hate acting anyway. Yeah, no, that that 24 hours or whatever felt like it was 24 years. It was, I, I, oh, I, just, I remember how stressed you were before. I'm an aging actress. <laughs> how should I talk? <laughs> Philip, get me the lighter. <laughs> The famous line from some movie. I know. All right, Larry. So far. Let's get one more funny okay. hot take from okay. Casey Casey Rosen. She didn't get a say about like Erica Jane. I mean, Erica just needs to go because she's been she's given us nothing except her bitchy not resting face. face. Yeah. So here's Casey's next take. In Beverly Hills, from sharing childhood dental work stories to sipping energy drinks at 1 a.m., favorite Kathy Hilton moment so far? And I understand you have an impression. I do. My favorite moment is when Kathy, who is a queen, she's an icon, she is the moment, to quote Wendy Williams, when she said, I thought you were Kyle. I thought you were Kyle. <laughs> I, Oh, I love Kathy. Where has she been? And I have a question for you, and I hate to be rude, Andy, but we've had to suffer through Teddy when we had Kathy all along. We had Kathy. She was just sitting right in front of us. You climb, You know what? You have to climb the mountain to ski down it, my friend. What? Hi, you're right. I, I didn't know get what that, that means reference at all. At all because like, he, we did suffer through Teddy. Teddy was horrible. Horrible. I love I that she said that. I couldn't stand it. I Near Kathy Hilton all along. No wonder they've been trying to get her. She's. I think she just is doing. She doesn't care. Pandemic. She doesn't she, care. She but, doesn't care at but all. But she did when she can't ever see. She Wait. must not wear. But when she said to Gar- Garcelle, "I thought you were Kyle," because she just said dark hair. That's all she said. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Anyway, I. I. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to the continuation of the talent show. I don't really care what happens with Leah's hissy fit. I think she probably feels like just a big a hole about it. About Mm -hmm. how much she brought up. Like, don't go on a girls' weekend. It when trauma is happening in your family. family. That is just one hundred and one. Yeah, that like Leah is forty years old. I I feel like you even if you're filming and you're supposed to do it, you can say my grandma's dying. Right, right. So anyway, I'm looking forward to the seventies talent show. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's an idea for for Project Project Down Down and and Dirty. Dirty. What about that, Rocco? A seventies talent talent show? show. Like you're in a pageant and everyone has to do their talent. I think that'd be funny. That sounds terrifying, too. Oh, I don't have a talent. <laughs> Either do I. But remember Sandra Bullock, what she did in... Um, oh, yeah. Miss Confidential. Confidential. With, the, Con- with the tops, you know, making the, white, the right. water glasses sing. Right. Ding, ding, ding. Right. We could find, like... I don't know. I mean, one of them is doing hula hooping. And so, mime. Some, Sonia right. is doing a mime. How about how her makeup and everything, it looked like her lips had been... In one of those sucking machines. I felt like I thought that she had a facelift last she, year. She she did, and yet her but looks with, it's keep changing. morphing. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll stay tuned. We'll keep watching. We'll keep watching. Sonya, Unfortunately, get, get over Mr. Morgan. Oh, it was okay. only six years of marriage. All right, Please. listen. When we come back, we're going to Hollywood speak. A musician and a supermodel. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood. the meaning of this right i just came across this and lori mm-hmm. there's a picture of three generations of women grandma 
mom, daughter, mm-hmm. and they and they're all wearing like sauna looking gowns, and they're all on their knees. Oh, and the in the title of it, Jada Pinkett Smith and her mom and daughter all got their. Vag- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Jane is steamed for a red table talk. <sighs> um, Desperate? No one's watching red uh-huh. table talk. Uh, they Desperate. Haven't, they haven't had anyone that's need. Why don't they have Chris Harrison on? Well, there you go. That'd be a good one. And here's what That'd they're saying. That'd be much better than steaming their clams. Jada was the most excited. She was making all sorts of funny faces. Um, and they sat on their throne, which is a which is a bowl with all these herbs and spices and steaming things. Not in it. recommended by uh, I know. anybody. I know it's a plastic bowl that looks like you're sitting on a dead pan, or a bedpan, not a deadpan. We have a self cleaning oven. oven biscuit. Okay. okay, nothing needs to be steamed up into your flour. Mm-hmm. This is just apparently you were supposed to. Um, I don't know why these ladies are thirsty. I feel like their table talk is good when they have it, but this doesn't seem like good table talk. She said she felt a little tingle, tingle. Yeah. What are they getting paid by Gwyneth for this? Yeah, I don't I like know. it at all. I just thought, oh gosh. Okay. Uh, what do you make of this? You know, the rumor started, uh, we heard about it from Dumois. Yes. You know, the Instagram. Yes, we did. Blind item. And, um, here we go. Uh, TMZ is reporting that Kanye West and Arena Shake is are they're definitely a thing, and the Daily Mail has photos of them walking around a vineyard in Provence yesterday on his birthday. Okay, here's what I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. Run, Arena. Arena. <laughs> <laughs> that might be my first. The quote is they're quote unquote into each other. I'll well, say. Okay. Well. Okay. Uh, this is a hookup great for gossip. This is this is this is a hookup great I would for ag- gossip. I would agree, Lori. And so they met, though. So I was trying to figure out. We were trying to figure out because we've been heard. She, she modeled was, in a Yeezy show. No, she was. She played an angel in his 2010 music video for the song Power. Got it. So, so that's how he handpicked her to wow. be an angel. Wow. Eleven years ago. I mean, the fact that he's dating a brand name supermodel is perfect for his ego and his self narrative. I would agree. What I am wondering about is what's wrong with her. How does Kim feel, and how does Bradley Cooper feel? If I were Kim, and I'm not Kim, but if my husband and I decided divorce, and like his next romance 
was with a bleeping supermodel. And you know that Kim and her sisters, that's all they ever do is model, model, model. They right. are their own models. Okay. Um, <laughs> model, model, model. I mean, maybe it means I'm petty and, and I'm productive, but yes, I guess I am. I would be... This that would kind of hurt sting. me. That this would sting because she's tall and skinny, and I have to work she's the so exact hard opposite of Kim, my body type. That's right. And Kim did all that extra fluffing of her arse because Kanye wanted a big juicy booty, booty, and, and wore all those beige, beige bland colors yeah. for ten years. And now here, Arena is, you know, just. Uh, Anyway, what's the storytelling going to be? That's I'm very curious. And what would you think if you were Bradley Cooper? Which, by the way, wasn't that surprising when he introduced Garth Brooks at the Kennedy Center Honors? I was so busy looking at why does his terrible hair. I was like, what movie is that for? Are we the same person? Because I know when we watch (laughs) these things, we we think the exact... Same thoughts. Yeah, I think Bradley, there's nothing there for he, These two have been broken up for a long time. And they parent together. And but, they both live in New York City. Yeah, but they've been broken up a yes. long time. Yesterday was his birthday. Kim, I love you for life. Chloe, my brother-in-law for life. Why is it? I th- are they all sucking up to him right now? They don't need to. He's got a girlfriend. He should be happy. This and, is the best possible thing when you're getting divorced. And the and if someone's being a problem, you pray and hope they get a partner right away. There you go. You know, done and done, done and done. Uh, Chloe reached a settlement with the designer, accused her of ripping off her good American brand, her bedazzled designs. So a confidential I, I, agreement has been reached. You know, I like those jeans. They're like Spanx jeans. They're like Spanx. You've alternately liked and complained about those. I like them both ways. When Mm. I when I'm feeling a little thinner, they fit a little better. Yeah. And when I'm feeling a little fuller, I feel like they're a little tighter. She got sued for ten million dollars. She did. Yes, she did. They felt they had very good proof, so they've signed an agreement. And all right, what do you think? What would you make something like this go away? Settle for a million, two million, two million. You know, just two. All right. How about, the never, two. how about the never ending royal baby name drama for our little little bet Lily Diana Mountbatten Windsor? Can you believe the stories that are coming no. out that you the the, the 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 tabloids in the UK are treating this like national Security and now Harry and Meghan might have to sue the BBC for defamation because they had a guy, a correspondent, report on the BBC that the Queen had not been consulted about the name Lilibet. And Harry is not putting up with that nonsense. They have written to the BBC saying what you're claiming is false and defamatory and we will sue. Wow. I mean, why are they being harassed over their baby name? Because they're going to be harassed over everything because they broke but, the but, mold. But it's weird that the royal aides are entertaining this mess, that Queen Elizabeth's people came out and said that she did it. Why, why are people within the palace stirring the things up? How does this serve the monarchy? I don't know, Laura. And the British uh, journalist who tweeted about that Harry and Meghan should have named the baby Georgina Floydina. And then she doubled down when she called the baby... It as a nod to binary, non-binary bollocks, and that the baby's first words would be "free Palestine." 
What she, are you talking about? This Someone UK really columnist. Yeah. Oh, she got fired. She got let go. Well, and, and rightly, what a bunch of racists. Can you believe Horrible that? Th- Omid Scobie says, yes, she was fired following her racist tweets about the Sussex's daughter and refusal to apologize. Okay, that's just... I mean, it's really unbelievable to me that the baby is being attacked and the baby isn't even a week old. And it's like stuff is coming from the palace and that Harry and Meghan, like that the BBC is going on and reporting that the queen never talked to them when the queen did. She must really be going crazy. All right. There's a race to get to space. Now Richard Branson is trying to beat Jeff Bezos. I see him in his little moon outfit. Oh, yes. Boy, everyone wants to make the final frontier be the big race for the billionaires. I just, I hope they take a lot of them with them. Yeah. How about that report that the billionaires paying two percent pay. tax? I know. Did that make you guys mad, mm-hmm. Rago? A little bit mad that you're paying a higher they, tax they pay rate. A dollar oh six on a hundred dollars, and we put or something, and we pay a dollar sixty, a hundred sixty. I mean, something outrageous. It's we've always known. Yes, I know, this. but having that, like the having it, like just. Three percent federal income tax slap I mean, you in the face. I, when I was a college student, I paid more than that. Anyway, so Virgin Galactic is trying to get up in the air July fourth before Jeff Bezos. Is this petty billionaire just BS that we don't even need to pay attention to? Basically, okay, it's something. Yeah, why do they want to get into space so badly? These billionaires are they going to put their Cash up on a planet? I don't know. People I, just used to put their money in the Virgin Islands. Stay tuned for the Jupiter records. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Um, you're listening to my talk 